Hey, George. Hey, Carlos. How is everything? Everything is everything's sore. I'm so sore right you, now. Are you? I'm really sore. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sore and I'm a little I'm a little tired. I feel like I haven't been getting like good sleep lately. Mm. Um so I just feel like tired. I'm also going to sleep like late. Like I find myself staying up later. Like last night I went to bed I tried to like go to bed at ten and I just was like in the bed. Like <laughs> circling like no phone in my hand no nothing just kind of like okay i guess mm. okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. huh? all right is the sleep train gonna come uh, by anytime soon anybody anybody one oh, sheep right. two sheep three but, like, sheep i got up and like watched tv and i'm like okay maybe i started like feeling going to sleep i'm like okay let me go back to sleep go and lie down and all of a sudden boop. yeah yep it was strange it hadn't that hadn't happened in a while mm. It all starts with sleep. Yeah. It all starts with sleep, man. I'm not having much trouble sleeping because my my uh, nutrition coach has put me up to 215 grams of protein. So I am sleepy all day long. Because <laughs> oh, so much protein. Are you eating one to one? It's so much protein. Huh? Are you eating one to one? I don't know what that means. Does like that mean one, I get to eat less? It's like one gram of protein for every, like... Pound of the weight that you have, like whatever your weight is. I, I I don't know. Okay, it's a lot. I eat two hundred and thirty grams of protein. I don't know how you people do it. I haven't reached my number. I fully admit. I think after about one hundred eighty grams of protein, I'm just a zombie. Protein shakes. Even more so, those make me extra sleepy. I will. T- I'll have a. I used to have a. Try to have a protein shake like during the day, and I started like falling asleep in front of patients. No lie. Like st- struggling to stay awake. Yeah, that's. I would have it at night, like before I go to sleep. Nope, keeps me up. What? Nah. Yeah, because it, it doesn't sit right with me. Protein shakes don't sit right with me. I like, admit. is it the whey protein? Ah, it's the Ascent protein brand. The Ascent brand. So that one didn't work out for you. Uh, well, it's. You should try like Vega Sport. It's a vegan protein. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or I try, try one that. like there's one at night that you can use. It's called casein. Two ways to get protein into your into your day without even thinking about it. One, buy yourself collagen protein for the morning. I have. Good. Okay. Great. Check. Yeah. Um, casein protein for nighttime. Okay. It's like a slow release protein, and it shouldn't like keep you up. Um, it is whey, so that might bother you. But if if it weighs the issue because like you have like a lactose issue, then get the the vegan one like pea protein vega sport is the one that i would get all right and the trick is you get the vanilla and the chocolate and you mix one in one because like each flavor by itself not so great but when you mix like the scoops vega sport got it of each together that makes it the best got Mm -hmm. it okay all right i will look into that thank you Mm -hmm. george yeah you're welcome yeah so but my sleep is okay your sleep no, not so la- much. Well, last night, like, I was like, the problem here is, is I'm tired now because last night I went to sleep at 2 a.m. and I woke up at 5 o'clock. At, I mean, at 7 o'clock this morning. Um, so, yeah, I'm running on like five hours of sleep. You know, I had a three, a two and a half hour workout. I worked out hard yesterday also. No sleep so. time tea? Huh? No nighttime tea for you? No. That, that thing knocks know, me the fuck herbal, out. I have other herbal medi- medicines that I uh, take to help me sleep, but I just yeah. didn't do the trick last night. Okay. Um, what herbal medicines? Hmm? What? What? Yeah, okay. Moving along. <laughs> Between me and my doctor. Okay. Sorry. 
Hippo said no. Hippo said no. Hippo said no. Hippo said move on. So, man, we had fun Friday. Oh. Yes. Yes. That was one of those nights. One of those nights where I just want to do it. I want to repeat without changing a single thing. I just want to. Change, I just want to repeat. I want to do it again. Oh no! I always. I. 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 From, I love the. I always love what happened, and I always look forward for the next time. Okay. But it was great. It was great. It was a trip. It was awesome. I was lit. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good, dude. Like we were, dude. It was. We had. It was so much fun, man. I was. It was too funny. I was. Too, I, I was thinking about it the, like the morning after, just like laughing at myself. Damn, George, you are too much sometimes. You're just. We were. God bless. It was. It was. Jim orange is not something I'm gonna have ever again. Like no. I can just. Oh no. Yeah. So they had like a drink on special, and it was like their like their um, old fashioned, and uh-huh. it was made with Jim Bean orange. I guess they were doing that, um, and I was like. We're doing that again. Nope. That was like, ugh. Man, what a what a night though. What a night. What a great crowd. And uh yeah, I'm happy. Happy with how everything's played sounded. new hits. I did. I did. And they were well received. Blinding lights and watermelon sugar. Ah, so good. And yeah, I was the only one in my band that was against those two songs. And I was wrong. I was very wrong. Uh so yeah, it worked out. It worked out, and it's uh, yeah. I'm I'm very happy, very happy with the people that have been coming, and it's just we've all been having a great time together. You know, all music aside, it was a just a good time. So, yeah. And now, you know, it's funny because I think that we are on week five of what we're calling the Cardos Three Hundred Five World Tour. Oh, okay. Which comes to a close this Friday at Lincoln's. And then I don't play again till mid July or something like that. And um, and it's funny because at the gym on Saturday, everyone's like, "This has been really fun, but I got to get back to like not drinking and not eating like shit and getting proper sleep. And I got to get back to my training and I got to get back to all this. And I'm like, "All right, man. Hey, I, my life hasn't changed. I play. I always played gigs. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like." This is, you know, I'm I'm grateful for the, I know it's a sacrifice for some people, especially some people who are not used to going out and you know, they they go out anyway and they have to train the next day and it, it means a lot. It means a lot that they would make that exception. Yeah. I love going out on Friday nights though. I've I mean, I haven't gone out in a long time. I mean, everything everything being closed down and stuff, but even before it had been a while since we did that and I remember why going out on Friday was, was always so great because you're just like let it blowing off all the steam. Yep. Um, and everyone's just in the same. There's there's an energy to Friday night that is that that there is not on Saturday night. Yes. Um, and I think people just go a little harder on Friday night than they do on oh, Saturday do they? night. Um, and then like you know, I, I love to work out on Saturday like. Especially if I'm not feeling great, like if I am a little hungover, working out definitely like helps me like flush all that stuff out and feels good. Um, I would have loved to do that this weekend, but I was with the dogs, so I could not come and train. But yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was so much. Fun. It's so much fun. I just I enjoy it so much. Plus the live music, the the, the live music experience. 
um, is awesome. I just do. I you guys have to put agree. on a really great show. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we have a good energy. Mm-hmm. Just like the, yeah, you, you liked how I walked into the crowd, though, like got off from the stage. George and I were having a conversation. I was, I was telling him that I do have an issue with being on a stage. Like I usually play at places where it's just one floor. Like there's no like step up to a stage, you know, and this place had a stage. And I consistently on a lot of songs went off the stage and just went into the crowd and sang from there. One, and, I don't know. You're the lead singer of a rock band. Why do you do, being on like you're the front man? Like you're all eyes on you. Why do you come? Do you, what is it? I have no idea. But it was fun though. It was fun to do that. But I I don't know why. Honestly, I really don't know why. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I mean, <laughs> it just seems so contrary. Like of like I always. If I was if I was in the people always ask you like if you were in the rock band like what what you know where would you be would you be the guitarist would you be the bat you know the the drummer the keyboarder and I'm always like I, I want to be the lead singer like right up front <laughs> mic in my hand like receiving all the love like giving it all um, and I want to be on the highest highest so I can see everybody and everyone <laughs> can see me. It's a bizarre experience, yeah, but it's cool. It's cool. You sounded great. The band sounded great. Everyone loved it. Thank you. Yeah, it was cool. And then Monday came around and we all had to be adults again, referring back to our last podcast episode. Uh, You know, and that's, that's, you know, the adulting part, back to living, two two guys in their 40s. I'm enjoying my 40s, though, man. I got to say, it took me a while to come around. took me two years and two months. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But yes, yes, yes. I, definitely, I get ahead. it now. It's clicking. It's clicking. Like I understand what it means to be in your forties, and I'm in, I have embraced it and living it to the max. Well, we got to we got to do a hard look analysis of it for the last eighteen months. Yes, because things were slow. Absolutely. You know, life was there's there's an irony to this because I as fast as I am with a lot of things in my life. I found um, when everything else around me was slow, like, and I was forced to slow down, and I was really good at like personal health. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it was very easy to, you know, to to eat well and to exercise and to be connected and to con- and to have time to, you know, read those books and do all of the stuff. I really took advantage of of everything slowing down. And doing that because now that everything is like you know accelerating back to the a normal pace because mm-hmm. we were not at a normal pace, right? Which was great for me. Well, we right. Well, now you mean? Yeah. No, we now we're at a normal pace. Now we are at a more normal pace than we were, say, at the beginning of the year, sure. say last, you know, a year for a year ago. Right. You know, like. May of 2020 and May of 2021, or June of 2020 and June of 2021, two completely different paces. Yeah, absolutely. And just like retraining myself to do that, I'm this week feels like I mean, it's today's Tuesday, so I mean, I'm already. I feel aside from the fact that I had like a little bit of insomnia last night, um, it feels just good to find the rhythm again. Mm. It feels like I'm getting it, you know. Today's Um, June 8th, right? It's June 8th. Okay. 
Um, and it's it ha- being I'm having like I'm having the the conversations with myself where I'm asking myself like you've done all of this stuff right like you've learned these lessons you've gone through these experiences you've had these these very 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 like big changes over the last 18 months um what you gonna do with it boo <laughs> you know that's the question because like, you like you have it all and then we I, I'm, con- I'm consistent with the things that I know that like work well for me to like to be a the best version of myself so I'm feeling good about that um but the question that I couldn't shake was and then what you mm. know what is next I feel I, de- I feel the I feel the pressure of time in a way that I never have before Really? And I, yes. Like, and I and it literally started when I'm like when I moved into my own apartment. The pressure of time, like, yes. What? Okay. Like the, like father time has just like his, his hand on my, on my head, or like like or actually more like his foot on the back of my neck. <laughs> like, <laughs> Poppy, you don't have time. The time, the time that like you don't have. You're not in your twenties anymore, and you're not in your thirties anymore. You know, you're forty two. Um, and there are decisions that you need to be making for yourself to ensure that you have the the foundation that I personally feel like I want to have Got to it. feel secure, which is a very personal thing, right? You know, like when you when you attach your security to a partnership and that is no longer the case, and you're like back to being an island of one with your little banderita, you know, <laughs> you're like, okay, well, I need to like now I gotta build my little hut and get my little things and coordinate for myself and have my own, like my own preparedness guide. And that's it. Right. You know, and after being partnered for as long as I was to reintroduce that, I was good on my own before. It's not like I didn't know how to do it. I just had to kind of, I'm retraining. Like when you don't go to the gym for a really long time and you go back to that first workout and it's kind of sore and you're like, oh. Yeah, oh. very familiar. So it's like there's like that feeling plus that's, that's the best way to describe the feeling of adjusting to single life, adjusting to coming back to work, adjusting to the note. Like they all kind of happen at the same time and they converged. Um, like those three rivers kind of converged into that one and it was like rough. <laughs> A lot of rapid waters, yeah. a lot of thinking, a lot of this, a lot and of that. colliding. Like, and then it not also coupled with the fact that I've had this, I have this very, very like stable career um, that I'm really, really good at. Um, but I don't know because with the sense of time feeling, I and knowing what I, going through what I've just went gone through, the notion of nothing lasts forever has never been more like blatantly like clear to me. Right. So I can't take the fact, I can't take this job for granted, you know? Um, and so I had to do like a real fucking serious gut check with, uh, with myself, which was what the fuck are you going to do for the rest of your life? Mm. You're 42 years old. Like you're single. Uh, you've been at this job for 10 years the the path of a diff uh, there's no clear direction as to what that's going to look like you know in my 50s and my 60s and my 70s and my 80s I have no I don't know I don't the likelihood of me being do I want to be an administrator for the state of Florida and for the next 40 years is that like what I want to do and just try to figure everything out the answer was no mm-hmm. 
So that's a big step. Yeah, because that's a huge step right there. And then there's not very many like options, right? Because it's like you have to think to yourself: Am I really ready to? Am I really ready to invest in myself and mm. make a huge pivot? Yeah. Yeah, the strategy has to really be on point, you know, because like, there's no time to waste. You can't, like, waste five years on something and be like, ooh, I think I made a bad mistake. And every then, year counts you know, now. Yeah, every year counts. Every yeah. year counts now. Every every decision matters now in a way that it didn't matter in my 20s, in a way that it didn't matter in my 30s, because I had opportunities to do that. And I was spent so little time present that I didn't know. And I never knew. I never was a person that really like pushed or had a clear direction as to what I wanted to do. I mean, professionally speaking. Um, I kind of had like ideas here and there, but I ended up falling into a lot of things. And I'm, because of my capacity, I was able to excel at a lot. But I've, uh, I think I've reached like a plateau or like a peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. As to that. And like looking forward now you know facing the question it's like if i change directions now what's it going to cost me as far as like not just the money but like the time am i going to be is it going to is it worth it am i going to be good at it like is it going to what am i going to like I, you know all those unanswered those are like my barriers right so that's 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 what I've got going on. Wow. Oh, that's it? What else you got going on? Just no, kidding. No, no. <laughs> Just like I'm setting up the precipice of like a major change in my life. No that's big it. deal. No big deal. Uh, Just uh, so I'm like like do I wanna, like am I gonna go back to school? <laughs> Dropped a huge bomb on me yeah, there. Like Well, I am all for it. One of my things is I always tell people school's not going anywhere. They're gonna be. It's always gonna be there. Go back. I've always talked about going back, especially like we were. Um, I was telling you about my situation with student loans, and I'm in a good situation with my student loans and a good agreement and everything. But if anything would ever go sour or I don't know something changes, I would. The only way to defer is to register for classes and just be like a permanent student for the rest of my life. Always can. Cons- cons- consistently being registered for classes at a local university. Um, And so, and I'm all for that. I don't care, you know, what age I'm at. I think that that um, environment, the environment of academia is always open to everybody at any age. Uh, We never stop learning. And there's always a bunch of stuff that we left behind. We, We focused on our major and our major, and then we graduated and we kept going. And there's like thousands of other topics to like still learn from and 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 I I'm I'm all for it and the average adult changes careers every 7 years. So you're at 10. I haven't you're, and I really haven't changed careers other than well that's not, I mean I was I've been in legal. I've been working, you know, with attorneys since well shit 2005. Yeah, so imagine so you're, you're years. some people would have changed careers twice by now. You know? And and I think it's uh and I think when you do it in your 40s, I think it takes a different, I, I, it takes a different tone. It really does because it's, there's a lot of research and I can't remember off the top of my head, but there's, I know there's a lot of research that, that really proves that we really don't know who we are until we hit 40. 
and that everything else is just kind of research. It's life research, right? And then we hit 40 and we're a little bit more clear and we're clear. And I've seen your process in the last 18 months. I've gotten to witness it. And, and, and yeah, I think that maybe there's something else for you out there to do, you know, and by the time you're done doing whatever it is you decide to do, you'll be in your mid forties and you can carry that out for the next 30 to 40 years and see how that goes. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's the part that helps me get over the doubt, you know, I've always like, I grew up learning or observing that playing it safe was the way to go. Right. right? We, that was our parents. Yeah, you played our it safe. Our parents were like, you have to play it safe. We don't have any, you know, any funds to support you till after a certain age. Correct. We need to make sure that you are well off and that you do your thing yeah. and that you have your career and that you're set. Uh, and then eventually you'll take care of us because <laughs> we don't have any retirement vehicles. Sorry, I'm I'm not talking about your parents, but clearly I'm talking about mine. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> so uh, our only child, you're going to support us, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> and then plot twist, uh, I live in Miami, Florida. I can barely support myself. <laughs> but But yeah, that's playing it safe is a huge... You know, a, a, a huge cultural thing for us. Um, you know, so you you were saying no. You just you 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 have find yourself hearing those voices in your head, like when you start to do when you start to think about it. You know, because the safe bet would be for me to take a direction that just like keeps me in the world that I'm used to doing, and just further like. I can go and get like courses on how to be a better administrator. I can learn how to run a business. I can go get an MBA. I can go get like a master's in public health. I can do like politics and all that stuff. And no. No. And, and no. And like there's things that you try on for size. Like I've had little like thoughts and I've tried this on for size and I tried that on for size. And I, you know, maybe like nutritionist and help. Nope. Maybe it's like I want to be a co- nope. I don't want to be a trainer. <laughs> no, 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 no. And so it's more about like a process of elimination. Um, and then you know, just as you start to do that, you know, the the path clears itself out. Yeah. Um, and I'm not like ready to make any decisions yet. But we've already talked about it, and I'm looking forward to seeing, like, getting more information on that and going from there. Sure. It's definitely, like, super open. And I feel like that path is go- is much more achievable than I ever imagined it possibly being. Absolutely, man. I get in my... Do you ever find yourself getting in your own way, making things more complicated before they even start? Just nah. <laughs> Never. Tell me what what's that like, George? <laughs> I will think of something that I have to do, and then I think of all of the work that gets done, and I'm tired before I start. Oh, that's like cooking for me. That's, that's cooking <laughs> for me. Hey, go grill some chicken. I gotta get the pan. Oh, I gotta turn on the stove. <laughs> oh, I gotta cut out the fat with... I've, 
Gonna season it. Shit. We're, gonna wash fuck it. I'm going to Uber Eats this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I eat way more chicken macafeta than I should. <laughs> Yes, that I I I do know what you mean. Yes, overanalyzing and and pre-analyzing, right? Like it's like okay, I'm I'm assuming that it's good, all of this is going to be involved. In, <clears throat> that's scary, but I mean, I, I I whatever you end up doing, I hope that I get to continue to be a witness to it because I. <laughs> I decided to, so I decided to go get my master's degree at 28 years old. My wife at the time was against it because she knew that it was going to involve student loan debt. And I really wanted to do it. And I went and applied. And as I got in and got into the program and found the program that worked for me where I didn't have to stop working. And it was a weekend program, three years, the whole nine, whatever. Um, I remember like just... It was fun. It was fun for... It was a three-year program. It was fun for two years. Entering this third year, in the middle of my second year, I can't quite remember, is when I got separated. Mm. And six months later, I was going to be in that practicum doing that unpaid clinical internship where, you know, I, I was... I, I missed the deadline to request um, a certain schedule. So they placed me in a, in a clinic where I had to work daytime hours, but it was unpaid. So I had to quit my job. And and I'm in the middle of a separation and I'm living at my parents' house and everything. So I entered survival mode from that moment. And I f- spent the last year of my program in survival mode and just, I gotta get this done, I gotta get this done, I gotta get this done. I wasn't even enjoying it. I couldn't even tell you what my last year of classes was like. It's like a, bl- it's like a big blur to me. I don't remember it. First two years, I remember clearly vivid memories, but the last year, year and a half, I don't remember shit. Funny how that works. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. Survival mode. Yeah. 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 You're just in survival mode. I had to survive, 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 and then I had to like get a job and. You know, I had to, you know, jump right into the field and I had to find my supervisor and I was just da, 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 and just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. And then, you know, then Lauren came into the picture and then keep hustling and then, you know, all that and every, the rest is history. But I would love to witness what it's like to make a conscious, like, you know, decision, responsible decision in your 40s and... Study. I want to go for like it's it's basically it's like, awesome. The decision is like you're gonna choose to make a you're choosing a new career. Yeah, and you also have to now learn the skills that it takes in order for you to get the credentials that you need to be able to make a living in this new career. Right. Um, and I have zero experience in this new career. Right. But the more I think about it, the more it it. There's a feeling of alignment mm-hmm. that that helps me like feel okay, like which quells the 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 anxiety. Yeah, my ability to tell myself that you're probably gonna be good at this. You're probably this gonna is, kick ass at it. Very, yeah. something very good for you. Yeah, is in a way that. Like I applied for law school when I was working as a legal assistant for a long time, and it kind of was make it made sense. Like, oh, George is a really smart person. You know, he's around us. He gets the process a lot, 
And I found the the process of getting into law school very fucking difficult. Yeah, it is very fucking difficult. Yeah, and it was I could not as many times as I tried, I was not able to clear that barrier. Um, for whatever fucking reason. Um, I don't see that in this in this path. This isn't. I know it's not going to be like fucking smooth sailing because hello, going back to university at the age of forty two, when I haven't been, I haven't sat for, I haven't been in a class since I was in my since I was twenty two. Oh, you're gonna love it, man. Twenty years ago, you're gonna I love was it. in a class twenty years ago. You're gonna love it. Like, how do you even study at forty two? How? I don't even. It's gonna be like <laughs> I'm, I'm like I'm like George. I have. Do you really need to go and teach your ass more new shit? Like you learn, and the answer is yes. You need to go teach your ass more new shit. Yes, you, you do. Need to go teach your ass more new shit, to do new shit, to be the person that you probably should could have need to feel like being. Mm-hmm. It's the most like realized version of everything that at least I've gone through for the last eighteen months. I think that first of all. Let me tackle one thing at a time. Here. Yeah. First of all, I, what I always tell my career changers at work. Yeah. I tell them. Do you get this a lot? Oh, absolutely. Is this like a common thing? Oh, absolutely. Well, especially gonna... now after the pandemic where so many people lost their jobs and, and it opened up this. I know that's not your case, but um, but it opened up this window of like. I'm so happy I lost my job because I didn't like that job anyway. Now yeah. here is an opportunity to to find out what I want to do, right? What I truly would like to do. It like cracks open your head. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, there's a whole world out there. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I always tell people, I go, you have to focus on your transferable skills. Don't worry. Don't worry. The things, your transferable skills are going to make you great at whatever industry you point your those skills at. Like, you know, George, nice, kind, smart, intellectual person, driven, right? You're, you're a lot of things. You're a great communicator. You're a great communicator, which is something that, like, not a lot of people have, right? And you can speak in front of people, and you have all these wonderful traits that it's going to make you great at whatever you pick. Those are the things to focus on. You know, I, um, I, I, when I, whenever I interview, I focus on my, on my transferable skills. Like I don't, you know, when I interviewed for this practice, like, you know, yeah, if they ask me clinical questions, I'll know how to answer them, but they know that on any given day, I don't have to know the answers off the top of my head. I have like manuals and resources to f- confirm answers. What you need is to be compassionate in what I do. You need to be able to show empathy and understand what empathy means, right? Empathy is not putting yourself in someone else's shoes. It's what you do once you're in their shoes. Where do you go? Where do you walk to, right? Things like that. Like These are the skills that make me good at what I do. I, that's why I was good at sales. And that's why I was, I'm you know, good at many other things. It's the transferable skills. And you have a lot of great, solid, transferable skills. It's going to make you great at anything. So that's number one. Number two... Be careful with the self-fulfilling prophecy. And I can't believe I'm saying this because I am 
so I'm so the guy that's like, oh man, I'm 42 and I set all these limitations because I'm 42. Like I'm not gonna write music because I'm 42. I'm not gonna compose music or record because I'm 42. I'm too old. I'm too old. I'm too old. And I'm realizing now that I'm not, I mean, I'm older, but I'm not too old for music because there's people in their 80s writing music. So, you know, so, but here I am telling you and looking you straight in the eyes here and saying at 42 years old, if you you tell yourself you're going to have trouble learning or reading or sitting in a class, then you will. You got to go in there saying that, no, this is easy. I've done it before and I'm going to do it again. You're more experienced now. You can totally do it. Whatever it is that you decide to do. Just go and do it, man. I'm excited for you. That's what I got for you, man. That's why I tell you know a lot of a lot of people too. It's very nerve wracking. You know, it's it it could be, but remember to interpret those nerves as excitement, not bad nerves, not bad stress, not bad anxiety. Yeah. It's excitement. I I have a, a pretty like. I would say, like, I know where the anxiety is coming from. And it's the the notion of, like, I'm going to... I mean, it's basically like an invested in, in, I'm investing in myself. Yes. Right? Like, I'm going to spend a lot of fucking money now uh, to be able to just do the things that I really want to do going forward. Yeah. Um, and it's just going to be a necessary... Just it's going to be a necessary thing. I don't... Yeah, there's no... I can't think of another way around it. And the option to not do it is not an option. It's now it's a matter of, like, how am I going to do this? Not if, but how. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yeah! yeah! God. Whatever, I'll be the first one in my family, the masters. <laughs> That's right. That's right, bro. That's right. Uh, yeah, man. So yeah, that's the case in my family. I, think I I'm never thought the... of myself going to graduate school. Like, it was never, I was never pushed to do it. It was never something that was like, you know, yeah, go. It was not pro. I'm definitely not the first person with a master's. I'm sure that my, one of my very intelligent cousins already has mm-hmm. it. It's a huge investment. I think I'm the only person in my family with a master's, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a huge investment, though. Like, I never understood. Well, I did understand it because I went to high school with a lot of affluent people, but like I never understood like the masters is n- it's not an option like you're going to get a masters degree like I remember in high school like my peers saying like yeah from there I'm going to go straight to my masters I'm like We're, we haven't even graduated yet like what the the are you talking I, about the only people I remember saying that were the ones that already had that already knew that in order for them to do the work that they wanted to do they needed to have graduate degrees so if, right, whether it was right. like nursing or you wanted to be a doctor you wanted lawyer, to be an attorney right. or you want to get an MBA you want to go to the fine you know, there was something that you knew in order to be successful in your career, you needed to do that. For me, that was not the case. I wanted to be a fashion buyer, and that's all I needed was a four-year degree. So, check mark. Let's go back and hit the ground running. And now I'm doing what I'm doing, which is not fashion buying. <laughs> go figure. But there's definitely, like, lessons to be learned in non-traditional paths. Oh, absolutely. The best lessons. And I, I, you know, to be self-taught and in a lot of ways or to, like, learn the skills, to have acquired this was the skills that I've acquired along the way, both, like, technical things, like, being able to, like, run the programs that I know, like, being able to be, like, somewhat PC savvy, um, being able to, like, organize people, organize systems, you know, all the things that you do that I do as an administrator to be able to then take that into this, like, new path. 
with the skill set there. Plus, with every, I don't know, I feel very, I don't know, like I'm pumping myself up, Carlos. <laughs> you should be. It's exciting, man. There's a whole, like, there's, there's a lot to be done. There's a lot of work out there. So many. It's. I'm. I'm so excited for a, you. Can I, Can I have a surrogate student? Like, can I? Like, you know how people hire surrogates to carry their baby for nine months? Like, can I have? Can I? Can I? Can I? You'd be missing out on the most beautiful experience, man. Those people that you're gonna go through the masters with, and it's gonna be great. Yes, I know. I know. Listen, I always. I. I get. When I when when I I get that way because I think ahead, right? Yeah. And when you think ahead, all you see is like the, for me, it's the, the obstacles, work, the work. It's yeah, like, oh my God, yeah, the work that I have to do. Oh my god, the work. But yeah. I know how to take it day by day, chip it across. Like I, we have the skills. We know. We know what to yeah, do. Yeah, man. Yeah, and it, I'm excited for you. Like that's the thing. Like I, I also encountered the what next question. You know, and. And I, I was so caught up in age that I was like ready. It's a mind fuck. Oh, I was, I w- was like, what do you mean what's next? Like, I'm going to go pick out my coffin. Like, that's where I was at. Like, that's where I was. When were you there? Oh, man. Like, probably in most of the time that you've known me. Many, many, yeah. My, my issues with aging and mortality, I've had to process them very carefully. And it's taken some time. Right? Um, I... I, I just always associated 40 with, that's it. Then, you know, like, what? No, like, there's no there's no fashion. This is just got to wear this. This is what you wear now. Oh, no, there's no, like, performing music. That's a young man's game, you know? Like, just, just stay home and you can play guitar for once in a while, you know what I mean? Like, that, like, that's what 40 meant to me for many years. I had to... Transition. I had to. I had to reframe that, and that it took me a while. Yeah, Is that the yeah. idea that you grew up with. Like me too. Yeah, like yeah, my, yeah, yeah. That's the idea I grew dad up was with. Dad, that's it. And like after, all, I always heard like, and you always hear. The thing is, is that like, media beats it into you too, because you always hear that forty thing. Like okay, like you know those forty and younger. You know, like those. Like we're no longer included in the younger. We're not in the eighteen to thirty-five. Right, right. We're not exactly. You know. <laughs> so you and you consistently hear it, and then it's like you know you run into somebody you haven't seen in a long time. Oh my God, you're so gray. You have so many gray hairs, or you know, it's like this constant reminder of aging that I was associating with limitations where I was quick to say, I can't do that. Like, okay, perfect example. Why was I the only one in the band against playing the, those two new songs? Because I, in my image, in my head, a, an older man trying to pull off new songs is a bad look. Did you think it was lame? Like, I don't want to come across as looking lame. Yeah, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I get, I get that. I get that idea. Oh, my, because, like, That's I... That's how I feel when I wear certain things. <laughs> like what? Um, just, like, there's there's certain trends that I see in fashion that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. And, and I just know that if I put any of those things on me and with this, like, gray hair and wrinkly face, it's be like, ay, por, por Dios. Yeah, what are you doing? What are you doing? Ay, what are you doing? I, right. Yeah, I, I get that. Relax. I get that. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, that we're very, I, I want to say, and I was having this talk with my dad the other day, actually, and he actually agreed with me. We have it very good because a lot of like 
the th- fashion that's coming back was from our era. So like, you know, we get away with it. You know what I mean? Like, I, so it's cool. But yeah, there are certain things that might be pushing it too far. And there are limitations like that. And then I don't want to look like, I don't want to be the older man trying to be cool, trying to be hip, trying to be like playing all the new stuff. You know, especially if I don't really like trying the new stuff. Trying too hard is never cool. Trying too hard is never cool. Exactly. You know? But that's why when you, like, as to, as to your select, as to your musical selections, you sounded great. And good music, I think, doesn't have, has no age. You know, like, that Harry Styles song is, it's a bop. It's great. And it's a great song. And, and when you yeah. filtered it through with that rock edge, it sounded even better. Yep. So great. And it sounded great on you. And I learned that. So I learned that I was Friday years old. When I learned that, when when I was, I, and it was a great moment. You and I had a moment because, like, I'm in the middle of the song, and you walked in. I came you were in, at the door. I heard you. Hear, I was like, "No and, fucking way!" And I, was, I pointed at you because in that point was me saying, "Look, this is going pretty damn good." <laughs> I was like, "I see you." Right, right, right. I see you. Yeah, it's going pretty damn well, man. So a lot of, a lot of you no longer cans is what. Is where I was at, and now I'm getting out of that. Now I'm like, wait a minute, like I, I'm I'm starting to use my logical side of the brain, not the emotional side, and not I'm not I'm not emotionally thinking. I'm logically thinking. If I record music, and it's a good song, and somebody listens to me on Spotify, their first question is not going to be, "Oh my God, how old is this how guy?" Old is he? Yeah. Right? That's not going to be their no. first qu- good music is good music, man, yes. and that's it. You know, there's no ifs ands buts about it. You know, um and like that with like, you know, okay, like maybe maybe I could still be as, you know, fit and look a certain way. Maybe I should I was about to give up on that. Like oh, it's just, you know, dad bod for life and I'm done, you know, that's it. You know, like and I was ready to give up on that and then I did Murph and I beat my time by like 4 minutes and I was like, yo, this is how could I be thinking in such limiting terms if I'm only on the up and up? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm playing more music than ever. I'm working out harder than ever. I'm eating better than ever. Like, this doesn't match. My mindset is you can't be doing that. But You're I'm doing ho- it. It's You're holding yourself back. I'm holding myself you back. You are the only one keeping I, you from... Yes, me. And, 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 and when you... How, you re- when did you realize that? When did you, dude? Uh, it's it was it started at Murph, so May thirty first. Uh huh. I was like, I remember texting Danny, the owner of our gym, and I was like, Yo, man, like, I beat my time by four minutes, and I think this just created a resurgence of all these new fitness goals that I have that I had given up on. And he was like, Why would you give up on them? Like, of course keep at it just keep going and it started there and then friday you know was helpful too like you know it's just it was just good like i looked out into you know the crowd in that room and the ages were from 21 to 55 you know yeah. and it was a mix of everybody and and it, and i was like dude i i'm i can still do all of this you know and so and then the question going back to your point what you were saying uh the point i was heading to is what next and all of a sudden like the answers to that question started popping up for Mm -hmm. me, right? All of a sudden, it was like, oh, maybe I can take cool trips with the kids. You know, maybe we can do some cool shit, right? Maybe we can... And mind you, like, I already have cool experiences with them. Like, Michael plays gigs with me, for crying out loud, you know? But, like, 
like, okay, maybe Lauren and I can go do these things. And like now all of a sudden I started writing things down. Like I want to travel here. I want to experience this. I want to do that. Right. I want to record an EP. I want to do this. I want to start writing. I want to, all of a sudden it all started like accumulating like these years of limitation of self-fulfilling prophecies. Right. All of a sudden we're just like debunked and I was I'm like gun ho now and like I'm excited and I wake up like, okay, this is a new energy. And then when you're telling me what you're going through and it's a new energy mm -hmm. and this new energy is just, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, man. It's you amazing know? when you switch the no for a yes. It's a yes. Yeah. From no, I can to yeah, sure. Or, yeah. Or yes, I can. Like, I'm yes. The opposite one, but. And I'm going to do it. You know, and even, yeah, I mean, there's all, the thing, the thing is that the fears do come true. There is going to be somebody that's going to be like, damn, isn't this guy a little old to be writing music? You know, isn't this guy too old yeah, to be coming back to school? Someone's like, so it's like funny that you fear that, but they're always going to exist either way. You know what I mean? It's like, what you're, the, is the hope that no one ever says that? That's ridiculous. You know, of course people are going to say that, but it doesn't matter because why are you paying attention to the critics instead of paying attention to all the people who love and support you and want to see you succeed? My experience, and this might, I'm pretty sure is going to be true for you, is no one will criticize us harder than ourselves. That is true. Yeah, we are very, very, very hard on ourselves. And we don't ask for help as we, no. as we verified last episode. Yeah. Or two episodes ago at this yeah. point. Yeah. Super, super, super self-critical. Yeah. Yeah. So I am, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for us. And I think that as we gain more listeners and as people look to us for guidance and questions and, you know, I think that this is a great way to set an example, you know, because... Otherwise, we're, we sit here and we talk about certain things, but we're not actually doing. And we have. That, I think that's what we're good at. We're good at actually going out and doing the things that we talk about and living the things that we talk about in our podcast. It's not a front. You know, it's, it's we go and we live it, you know. And, um, and I think that this is an opportunity to, to follow through. I think this podcast, from, from a, for me personally, on a very selfish perspective, is a source of accountability, If I say it in this podcast and we throw it out into the podcast land, I better follow through. Like, I better record that EP, you know? I better do, like, the shit that I say that I'm going to do, you know? And, um, and yeah, so that's, that's where I'm at, man. And I'm excited for you. I, listen, you're in a great place. This is, that has been, it's a ride that we started that has taken us to a place that I never would have imagined. Like when we sat and did that first recording to have come to this point and everything that has happened since that day, um, just like, just goes to fucking show you that all those plans, um, are really just that. Yep. Just yep. that. Just that. And then you just, just keep chipping away. Mm -hmm. Keep showing up, keep chipping in, keep doing the things that you know. You That's do, right. yeah. It's um, it's gonna be a fucking trip to see where we go. I now. can't fucking like wait, man. <laughs> I can't fucking wait, dude. You know, I did a, a, a Instagram live on Sunday morning with my voice completely shot, and I just improved three songs out of thin air. Oh, and I was just like, like that? Uh, just like that. You had like the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. I don't know what it was, but 
<laughs> I was just like, I'm doing it. Uh-huh. And people were enjoying it, man. It was a live at like 10 in the morning. Super random. You know, it's on my feed now. Very cool. Yeah. So keep this new energy. I'm on it, dude. I'm definitely, definitely on it. Where can they find us? Because I always forget now. Well, you can find all things. <laughs> you, can, you can find all of our, everything online for at moacamedia.com. This um, Men of a Certain Age, the podcast, is available to you on Instagram. Um, we are at Moaca Podcast. Men of a Certain Age, the podcast, is also available on all streaming platforms. Spotify, Apple Music. You Google that, you'll find us, and you'll be able to hear all what? 60 now, four episodes. This is, this is, this is, this is, well, this is 65. Well, this is 65. Yeah. This is 65. Um, and uh, I am at George I. Sanchez on Instagram. All right, man. Evo? I am at Carlos305 Music for all my music stuff. And at Carlos.Escanilla for my professional and personal page. And, well... Love you guys. You guys have been a blast. Yes. Thank you. See you guys next time. Bye.